Alright, welcome in to episode 8 of the Fantasy Trade School podcast. Of course, my name is Kevin Fisher. I'll be your host today. Alongside me is my co-host, Diego Tarango. What's going on, man? we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, a lot, lot to talk about. It's going to be probably a longer episode, but doing all right. It's been a tough fantasy week, but... Yeah, for sure. We're going to talk, of course, like we always do, a little bit of uh, what happened in week seven, um, as well as, you know, just kind of our fantasy league, what's going on throughout the matchups, what the teams are looking like. But uh, the focus of today's show is definitely going to be more on trade talks and, and all of that stuff around the NFL, seeing that the NFL trade deadline is going to be happening here before next episode. Um, so we've already had a few big trades go down. We're going to be looking at, you know, some some possible trades, what we think might happen. Um, but it should be a fun show today. Yeah. Perfect. All right, let's get straight up into the matchups for Week 7 in the AZ Boys Dynasty League. Um, let's kick it off. My matchup against uh, Hey Darnold. Um, he's 4-3 and three now. He beat me 139-117. to 117. I kind of had a little bit of a dud of a week, um, but but he really showed up, and, and I took the L this week. Yeah, you did, and it is 100% your fault, mister. I'm picking up Chase Edmonds and not starting him. Hey, man, Chase Edmonds... He's awesome. I, I would have played him if I knew that Terry McLaurin was going to be in a freaking hurricane, but um, that's still that's still my fault. I probably would have uh, would have pulled this one out, but you know he had Marvin Jones who who had four yeah. touchdowns. Um, you know Hunter Henry's been looking really good. His running backs, of course, are always good, even though Saquon uh, Arizona was able to keep him to to um, a small workload, but he was still able to get a touchdown. So yeah, and. He beat you looking at flex. He had a real solid flex. Uh, Cortland Sutton and then Amari Cooper both putting up about 10 points. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I Darren Waller was really good for me. He was probably the highlight um, of my starters. He went 7 of 8, 126 yards, and finally caught his first <laughs> touchdown. In fact, he got two, two yeah. and he probably should have had four. He had a couple of them called back. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, it was, it, he had a really great game. I love having him on the team. Zeke also, uh, showed out this week with 111 yards and a touchdown as well as, as well as 36 yards, uh, through the air, um, on six of seven receptions. So, uh, you know, I had a couple guys that, that were good, but for the most part, it was just kind of a dud week for me. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, I think just to wrap up this matchup, I'm 2-5 and five now. Um, I'm kind of getting to a point where I want to start looking a little bit younger. I'm not pulling the plug yet, but i um, been talking a lot of trades for, for guys like Julian Edelman and everything, so I think it's kind of time to start you know, bringing in some draft picks, bringing in some younger players, and, and still, trying to, still trying to make the playoffs, but um, definitely looking younger with some yeah. of the older pieces yeah, that I have. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. All right, let's go to um, two of our top teams. They played each other this week with Tag Poppers and Nikhil Steele. Um, of course, we talked about some big trades that happened between these guys last week. Uh, those, you know, those got corrected. Those got uh, switched around. We had a lot of uh, a lot of stuff go down there, but we're all good now. Um, but yeah, Nikhil Steele, Tag Poppers. They played each other. Uh, Tag Poppers pulled this one out thanks to uh, Nikhil Steele's best two running backs. Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb both being on bye this week. Yes. Um, but both teams are 5-2 and two now. Yeah, yeah, they are. That'll be uh, two teams to watch out for going through the season. I'm sure Alex is very thankful that he did not have to face Chubb and McCaffrey, seeing how 
He started Johnson, and like very many around the nation, let alone the world, are quite upset. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he he got the first carry of the game, and then and then he got taken out, and and I think he'll have a limited role again next week. Yeah. I still think he's going to be coming back and playing a lot of the pass catching role, but when you got a guy like Chase Edmonds, who's a backup, you really don't need to put David Johnson into anything that's that's going to be scary towards the injury. No, yeah, exactly. You don't want him getting even more hurt. Exactly, yeah, yeah. for sure. And and he also had uh, Latavius Murray, who he kept on his bench. He put up almost 30 points. Um, you know, with, with Kamara out, Murray's always a good play. Yeah. Whoever's, whoever's the running back in that, in that offense for the Saints is really good. He also had Goff on his bench, who had a good game. But other than that, you know, of course, the Niners and Zane Gonzalez both were good for him. Josh Jacobs was good for him. Uh, Dalvin Cook put almost uh, up almost 30 points. So he, he had a solid week. I don't think he blew anybody away, but he was able to pull it out against Nikhil Steele again without those top two uh, running backs. He did have T.Y. Hilton, who had yes. a good game, and, uh, and Tyree Kill, uh, who is who is back on his team now, put up 15 points for him. So I'm sure he's happy with the win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Great matchup. All right, great. So let's move on um, to one of our bigger blowouts, uh, Now and Forever. Yes. The 2-5 and five Now and Forever put up one of his best weeks so far against uh, against the now Luke Warm Boys, as he's called himself, <laughs> yes. Jay Marty, uh, who is 3-4. and four. This matchup was uh, 130 to 103. What did you think about this one? Uh, you know, looking at it before the week started, I was expecting a closer matchup than what it ended up being. Ended up being a bit of a blowout. But, I mean, looking at J-Mart's team, I mean, Michael Thomas had a great game. Derrick Henry had a pretty strong game. But other than that, I mean, Golden Tate had a good game too. But outside yeah. of that, they like his team name now, had a very lukewarm week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, this was kind of a, I, I think a lot of people just kind of had duds this week in fantasy football. Um, but, you know, um, now and forever was able to start both Sony Michelle and Austin Eckler, who both did very well for him in his flex. Um, I mean, if you look at his flex and down. <laughs> yeah, his special teams and his defense, the Jaguars and, and uh, Brett Mayer. Uh, they both yeah. they both did really well for him, so that that helped him. He did have uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling on his bench, who put up twenty points, yes. so that would have been nice to even bump him up a little bit more. But he was able to pull it out, and uh, and he'll look to springboard off of this. He's he was one in five. He got a win under himself, so maybe he can uh, make a little bit of a comeback here. And now going into our next matchup, unfortunately, that is mine. You have not seen the updates to my team name. Where have you been? I am now injury prone. Yeah, you've gone through a few rebranding uh, exercises yes, this week, but yes, yeah, losing Mahomes to his uh, uh, patella dislocation. I've personally dealt with that. It is not fun, but as long as the Chiefs keep winning, I think they're going to hold him out. If they don't do too well over the next two or so weeks. It's definitely something he can be back from. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, he's he's one of the best guys out there, and, and it sucks to not have him. But we actually did uh, make a trade this week. I yes, want to jump into that really quick. <laughs> so um, you, of course, being quarterback needy now, uh, you picked up Jacoby Brissett, as well as Adrian Peterson, Josh Gordon, and a fourth-round pick. 
Um, and he gave me Robert Woods. So yeah. for me, um, you know, Robert Woods is a guy that I, that I really like. Uh, he's, he's just, he's just one of those good guys to have in your flex position and one of those wide receivers I feel like you can kind of rely on. Um, you know, of course he has Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks on that team, but he doesn't get the coverage that those guys get, which is exactly, what I like about yeah. him. Um, you know, giving up Josh Gordon and Adrian Peterson. I like Josh Gordon, but, um, owning Edelman and Josh Gordon, you know, I, I just don't like that exactly, aspect of it. Right. Adrian Peterson was somebody that, you know, it's coming off a hot week, so I was looking to maybe capitalize on a little bit. And uh, Jacoby Brissett kind of stings to give up, but in order to get, you know, a guy, I, I, it, he wasn't a guy I was necessarily going to start except for on Kyler Murray's bye week. So um, to give him to you, somebody who can use him, and and, and I think that's good because he, Jacoby Brissett actually leads the NFL in touchdown passes. I don't know if you knew oh, that. Does he, but I did not know that. Yeah, actually. he does. So, um, yeah, I heard that stat Amy. recently, and, and I was like, ooh, I just, I just traded him. But... Um, but yeah, what was your outlook on this trade, and how do you think it'll help you going forward? So honestly, the only reason this trade really went through is because in the past two weeks, my entire quarterback room has imploded. I had Pat Mahomes, who like we said, is out for at least a couple weeks. I had Mariota, who is now not even starting. Uh, Philip Rivers, he had he has the same bye week as Mahomes, so he wasn't my original plan. He was just a nice, sturdy veteran quarterback. And then Dwayne Haskins, who kind of just sucks. Like, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> but yeah, no. So really, that's the only reason this trade truly happened the way it happened. Robert Woods, I mean, he hasn't been. He hasn't been the strongest guy, not the guy I was looking for when I drafted him, where I drafted him, but getting the draft pick, that was nice, building that back up a little bit, since I am now 3-4, and four. still have a shot at the playoffs, but trying to transition maybe just a little bit into looking into further seasons. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and you know, of course, Jacoby Brissett, uh, he's been good every week, He's he's looked great, so I think he'll help you a lot out there. Um, all right, so now we're going to move into our matchup of the week from last week. Of course, if you remember, remember we had a uh, sibling rivalry between T-Bone Steak and Bo Record. Bo Record was 5-1, and one, and, uh, and T-Bone Steak was 2-4. and four, But T-Bone Steak was able to pull it out. The younger brother defeats the older, 127-100. to 100. And uh, now we got a 3-4 and four team and a... Our third five and two team, yes. but Bo Record is on his second loss in a row. What do you think of his team going forward? You know, I mean, I'm still not too worried about him. Like we've been, the trend this week across literally all of fantasy football, it's been a pretty dud week. So I wouldn't be too nervous about losing two in a row. Obviously, it's been a hard week. He had guys that put up numbers like DeAndre Hopkins and Allen Robinson. They both put up right about 20 points, so that's something strong to look forward to. Yeah, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins is finally picking it up a little bit, and, yeah. and he was somebody that, um, of course, he was the first pick for this team, and, uh, you know, he, he's just been very just slow slow this season, but he's finally, finally sorry, looking like he's going to pick it up. And, uh, and and so that's definitely a good outlook. Unfortunately, we just learned today that Carryon Johnson will be going down onto the IR. Yes. That means his season is over, he and that's a big piece for the record. Yeah, we don't know what knee procedure he had done. That's all we know right now. But having something done to your knee in the middle of the season, 
pretty much ends it right then and there. Yep, yep. So let's switch uh, switch lanes here and look into T-Bone Stakes team who put up a great week on, who put up a great week on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers uh you know <laughs> putting up 43.76 points on 429 yards yeah. five passing touchdowns two carries for 6 yards and a rushing touchdown yeah and he didn't have Devonte Adams. He didn't no, have Geronimo didn't. Allison. I don't know who he's throwing these touchdowns to, he had, but uh, he's getting it done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, T Bone Stake. He only needed two guys to win this game. The rest of his players, not bad, but not good either. He also had the amazing New England Patriots defense, who the, I don't even want to face them. The I don't New, care who you are. The New England Patriots defense are the sixth overall fantasy player yeah that's a defense that's a defense <laughs> as a top 10 player that's just ridiculous <laughs> when you, whenever you have them and especially you got Aaron Rodgers just going absolutely off I think you can put anybody else in the lineup and, and you're going to have a good season he's had some struggles with Todd Gurley of course Devonta Freeman got ejected in the first quarter for throwing punches <laughs> yeah. uh you know Travis Kelsey's been a little a little bit off but um you know, his team going forward, if you've got those two pieces, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And he's, yeah. like, like we said, he's 3-4 and four now, so he's definitely going to start making himself a case to, to sneak into the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, I, I have to take one step back, back to the Patriots' defense. When you're going through a draft, you wait until at least three-quarters of the way through, typically, to pick up a defense. If you're drafting now, I think you might have to pick up the Patriots' Top five? Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, even looking into next season, the Patriots' defense are going to be drafted really, really high. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If if the Patriots' defense were dra- being drafted in the third round next season... I don't have an issue with that. Exactly. And like I was saying but, before, I didn't mean top five picks, because... I would go after running backs, top five picks. Oh, yeah. I meant top five rounds. I'm not going to be surprised if they're picked up. No, not at all. So in the third round, you're going to be missing out on guys, you know, kind of getting into that wide receiver two and maybe that running back two or three. Yeah, um, so maybe more of your flex guys that you're kind of playing with, depending on how w- the draft's going. Exactly. Would you rather have, you know, Travis Kelsey or New England's defense? <laughs> Hands down right now, the New England defense. <laughs> Would you rather have James Conner or New England's defense? Looking at it right now, I'm picking third round. I'd be surprised if Conner's still there because, yes, he's having a shaky season. But, I mean, look at this. He's literally been a guy in our league that two weeks in a row, maybe it wasn't in a row, but two weeks where he was the make-it-or-lose-it player of the game. So yeah, that one that one's a toss-up depending on what pieces you already have. Yeah, I'd probably but. go with Connor also. But, you know, and, and I'm not saying that I'll be drafting them in the third round. I think <laughs> defenses just switch up so much, but they've just been so great. And yeah. I, think, I think if you have them at all... You got a good shot to win no matter what happens. All right, let's um, let's move into a few of the week seven transactions that we had. Uh, before we get to the big trade of the week, let's look at just a few uh, small waiver wire pickups. We hit bow record pickup Luke Wilson with two L's. Um, I don't think he did very much, but uh, 
We also had Tag Poppers pick up Duke Williams, who he started, uh, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Put up a few points for him, and he was, uh, like we said, able to pull out the week. Uh, Bow Record also added Matt Bryant, kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, hey Darnold picked up Demarius Thomas from the Jets. Uh, you actually picked up Jerron <laughs> Brown for Ty Johnson. Yeah, yeah, and with Carrion Johnson being injured, Ty Johnson is now the number one uh, waiver guy to go get. And I we're know, we know, are both we are both now bidding uh, quite a lot of money, I think, for for, for Ty Johnson. So uh, you kind of made a little bit of a mistake there. You, of course, you couldn't have foreseen the Carrion Johnson injury. Yeah, I was coming, I was but. looking up to with Will Disley going out. I know last season Jerron Brown became more of a red zone target for uh, Russell Wilson than he had been in the past. So I was looking forward to capitalizing on some of that. Now learning today that Carrion Johnson is gone for the season, I am frustrated, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and, of course, we had uh, Hey Darnold pick up Mark Walton for Tyler Eifert. Mark Walton's been really good, so I think that was a good pickup as well. Um, and then we you know, we had a couple little pickups. You dropped Marcus Mariota. I picked up Darius Slayton, who yeah. didn't really do much. Um, I'd say I was looking at him too. I wasn't. I wasn't ready to pull the trigger <laughs> on him. But I've been looking at him the past couple of weeks, kind of following what he's yeah, been doing. Yeah, for sure. I had an open roster spot. I figured, why not? I didn't really yeah. like what I saw, but um, but yeah, we'll definitely be moving forward. So let's talk about just some some trade talk throughout the NFL. Of course, like we said, um, the uh, NBA or the NFL trade. <laughs> le- of course, like we said, the NFL trade deadline. Um, is fast approaching. It is October 29th at 1 p.m. So we've seen a few trades already happen uh, today. We're going to see a few trades going forward. Um, But do you want to kind of kick off this and and, and tell us what you think about the first trade that we saw so far? Sure, yeah. I think the first one that came around... I'm actually not sure which one came first. Um, But we'll go with the Mohamed Sanu went to the Patriots. Patriots sending the Falcons second round pick. I know... Reading into it the little bit that I've had time to since it's such a new uh, trade that's happened. The the Patriots and I think the I think it might have been the 49ers had both expressed interest before the season started in Sanu. So not a big surprise that that trade went down knowing that knowledge now. Yeah, I've, you know, I think the Patriots get another really, really solid wide receiver. Um, I think this is not good for Philip Dorsett. I think he's going to really step in and and kind of encroach on that Philip Dorsett right. role. Same with uh, maybe Josh Gordon, but which makes me a bit nervous now. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, as the Josh Gordon owner for sure. Uh, the Falcons get a second round pick, which I think is is vital for that team. Um, they need so much defensive help. Yeah. They need offensive line help. So I think having that second round pick is going to turn out to be good for them. I think Mohamed Sanu is going to be a wide receiver on the Patriots to look out for for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a very Patriots play. They go out, they get another playmaker. Big surprise there. And, uh, and yeah, and, it, and it's a very, I think it's a very fair trade. I think it's a very good yeah. overall trade. Um, and so my outlook on Mohamed Sanu is definitely a little bit higher. Um, and, and, you know, I think, I think, uh, the Falcons definitely benefit from this as well. Yeah, for, exactly. I mean, maybe as an Atlanta fan, I'm not super happy about it, but 
It's, yeah. It should work out for them. Obviously, yep. draft picks can be a little iffy, but give them one more extra chance in next year's draft to do that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so now we're going to talk about uh, the second wide receiver trade that we saw um, already today. It was Emmanuel Sanders um, and a 2025th round pick. The Broncos sent to the 49ers for a 2023rd and a 2024th. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, aging wide receiver on a terrible team. You knew he was going to get traded. Yeah. Um, I think we heard two or three weeks ago that the 49ers were interested. They get it done. Um, you know, they have to give up a 2023rd and fourth, but they get a fifth. So, um, really I'm thinking that, you know, you give up a third and you get Emmanuel Sanders and, and, and that's, that's about it. So, um, you know, I, I like this trade for them. Of course, We've seen the 49ers not really throw the ball very much at all. You know, we've seen Dante Pettis and Marquise Goodwin be terrible. Uh, even George Kittle be a little bit disappointing. They're a run-first offense. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders can change that up. He's definitely much more different than anything that they currently have. Uh, the guy I like this for the most, though, is definitely Cortland Sutton of the Broncos. Yes. He's the wide receiver one now. He's a young guy. They love him going forward. I actually have a friend who covers the uh, the Broncos um, for a news station out in in uh, Denver, and he told me before the season, watch out for Cortland Sutton. I didn't necessarily believe him, and uh, and now I'm not reaping the benefits of getting to see <laughs> Cortland Sutton on my team, but. Uh, yeah, Cortland Sutton going forward, he's definitely the guy who benefits the most. In this oh trade. yeah, I mean he's already he's been putting up numbers every single week, and he wasn't even the number one, and now he is. So I don't know how much higher it can go. Like, yeah, I can't even comprehend how much higher it could go with how well he's been doing. But that'll be something to watch out for. And as we're seeing also in the NFC West uh, with the Rams giving up high draft picks uh four players you know it's i don't know if the 49ers are kind of trying to follow that giving up some higher higher picks for these guys that have been known to play well uh but you know i think it works out for both teams yep yeah so okay we're gonna move into uh one more small trade that we saw happen uh jerry and conley arguably the best cornerback for the raiders uh, gets traded to the Texans. Um, they've had some defensive problems, yeah. so this will definitely help them out there. The Raiders get a third-round pick. I don't think it has too much uh, implications for fantasy football, but I definitely think that uh, going forward, um, you know, we might want to be a little bit more hasty about who we play against the Texans just because yeah. they've got that cornerback help now. Mm-hmm. The Raiders get for a sure. third-round pick. You know how John Gruden likes those picks. Exactly. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that during the draft. Um, yeah. Now we've got a list of guys, and we're just going to kind of at random, you know, whichever we feel like talking about, just kind of talk about these guys. And these are, we've seen a r- rumors about a lot of um, these guys getting traded. Yeah. And and we're, I, I think we should just give our opinion on, you know, if we think they're going to get traded, if so, who we could see them being traded to what we think their value is, et cetera, you know, kind of just going off of whatever. So I think I'm going to start off, I'm going to start off with Stefan Diggs. Um, Of course, wide receiver for the, for the Vikings. I don't think Stefan Diggs gets traded. I think we saw, you know, there, there's been a lot of going back and forth between teams um, with Stefan Diggs and, and, and the Vikings, but he's starting to get more, he's starting to get more touches. He's starting to be, um, a much more productive wide receiver. 
Uh, Kirk Cousins has had two really, really good games in a row, and I, th- I think um, that they're starting to change things a little bit. And especially with Adam Thielen being out now for a few weeks, I really I don't see a scenario in which Stephon Diggs gets traded because they just won't have the wide receiver core to uh, to survive past that. Yeah, no, I have to agree. Obviously, that's been a big thing over the past couple of weeks. And the first game after all this kind of came out, Diggs put up a huge week. So I don't think that's somebody, like you said, with Thielen being out, I don't think that's somebody that the Vikings give up at this point now. Because we've got one week left before the trade deadline, so I don't see it happening either. Alrighty, what do you get for us? I'm going to bring up somebody close to you. Yep. That's going to be AJ Green. I have to say, it's been talked about like all season, about AJ Green potentially getting traded. At this point, like I said, with only a week being left before the deadline, I'm starting to feel like it's not going to happen because we have yet to see him play. I don't know if he's practiced yet. Uh, Let me see. He has not been cleared to resume full practice yet. So unless that changes in the next couple of days, I don't see it happening. Wow. I was actually going to go the opposite direction. I was going to say that I think it is going to happen. And uh, the reason is... AJ Green's a free agent this this season. The Bengals suck. They don't need him. Um, he's he's got to take over for you know if, if he comes back, he's got to play, and that yeah. means that both Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate, who have both looked really really good, they're both the young guys. Um, you know, are, one of them is going to have to take a step back and be mm-hmm. more on the bench. I don't think that the, uh, the that the Bengals want that. They're trying to develop these young guys. I really think that they've got a very, very solid young wide receiver core between Boyd, Tate, and uh, John Ross when he comes back. But he is on the IR. He is on. So. He is on IR. But I'm really not worried about. It. They've also got uh, Alex Erickson, who's you know just a very typical slot wide receiver, but he's mm-hmm. solid for them. So I, th- I I think that they can survive. They're not trying to win games. No. I think you might as well get something for A.J. Green because the more picks you have this season, the better. Right. That being said, I think if A.J. Green was healthy, I think you could see you know a team like the Patriots or something like that give up a first or a second yeah. round pick um, to get him. But without him playing, maybe you get a second. I'm, I'm thinking more of like a third and a fifth okay. for him. But either way, I, I you know you might as well capitalize and get something out of him. Um, as a, you know, it's better than getting nothing out of him. So I do think that he gets traded, but, um, again, I think like you said, his value is very low right now. Well, and I see what you're saying on the Bengals side. Yes. They would rather get something out of him than lose him as a free agent, uh, going into the off season. But if I'm another team, I'm looking at this guy who is going to be a free agent in the off season who hasn't played, can't practice yet. I don't want to give up much if I can potentially score him for nothing. Yeah, no, that that that's a good point. But I think if you're if you're trying to compete and you need that piece, then you'd be willing to give right. up something to go get him. Um, speaking of the Bengals, I actually want to bring up Tyler Eifert. We're actually just going straight down the list right now. We didn't mean, mean to do that, but um, I think we're going to pick up on Tyler Eifert here. I do think Tyler Eifert gets traded, and I think Tyler Eifert gets traded to the New Orleans Saints, and I think it happens very soon. Interesting take. I'm not too opinionated on 
Eifert right now. Honestly, I don't haven't been following him enough. That would be interesting him going to the Saints. Uh, Jared Cook is out right now, so I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Needing another tight end that has produced in the past to fill that role while he's out. Yep, and the Saints always use their tight ends. We've seen it. Uh, Jared Cook, he's been a little oh, bit yeah. on and off, but um, we saw it with games. <laughs> we saw it with Ben Watson last season. Um, Drew Brees loves, excuse me, Drew Brees loves throwing to his tight ends, um, and Tyler Eifert. Uh, you know, I think a change of scenery would yeah. really help him. This has been something that's been rumored a lot. I know that for sure that the Saints and the Bengals have spoken on this. Um, you know, I think they get maybe a, another third or something like that for Tyler Eifert and uh, maybe maybe even get a second for him. If I'm the Bengals, I'm picking up as many picks as I can. I'm going full Dolphins mode. And um, so I think we're going to see a lot of these teams like the Bengals, like the Redskins, like the, uh, like the Dolphins really, um, you know, pick up as many picks as they can right. in this week. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's why I think Tyler Eifert's going to get traded. Yeah. Um, going out of order now. All righty. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cam Newton. Uh, it has been proposed that Cam Newton gets traded with Kyle Allen and Will Fuller. Or is it Will Greer? No, it's Will, Will Greer, not Will, Will Fuller. <laughs> yeah, no, let's see Will Fuller at quarterback for the <laughs> yeah, Panthers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but right now, he's not practicing yet. He's still, we got news on him today. He is going through a stretching routine, so he's still not practicing. It's a good sign for him in his rehab, but who knows? Maybe Panthers are going to decide to move on from him. Yeah, I think Cam Newton is uh, is going to get traded. Um, they seem to want to stick with, with Kyle Allen, and in that case, I, I think it's not only is there no real point in uh, keeping Cam Newton, but I think you kind of get into a toxic situation and that you don't want. Right. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of people calling for him to go to the bears. That's just tough for me Ooh, because nice. you've got Trubisky who you just sent a second overall pick. You spent a second overall pick for Trubisky, right. um, you know, last season. And, and so are you going to give up on them that quickly? I don't think you can do that. No. You know, some of these other teams though, maybe, maybe he goes to the Texans or I'm sorry, not the Texans. Maybe he goes to the Titans or or something like that, but um, maybe even the Redskins. The the Redskins could work, but again, you just spent your money on on Dwayne Haskins. So that's true. <laughs> I, I I think I think he probably goes to one of those teams that has an injured uh, quarterback right now. You know, maybe we even see him if 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 they're winning and Pat Mahomes is kind of you know not coming along like they thought he would. Maybe they trade for Cam Newton maybe, and, yeah. and throw him out there. That would be definitely interesting that would be and very exciting. Interesting. Um, but I do think that Cam get Newton gets traded. I think they get a decent return for him. I, I think it would be more of a uh, player for player thing because I think the yeah. Panthers are still trying to go for uh, for making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I don't think they're not. They're in that kind of tricky just kind of like the Cardinals are, where, yes, they kind of need to start rebuilding, but they don't want to admit that they are rebuilding. Yeah, well, I think anytime you have Christian McCaffrey, I mean, that guy can <laughs> yeah. win games for you. So, you know, I think they're, I, I think that they see themselves as a, just a few pieces away from right. from making a run in the playoffs. And so I think that they, they trade Cam Newton, they get a good, a few solid pieces back, and I think that, that would be... Uh, a very interesting trade. I'm very intrigued to see where he goes. 
Uh, the next guy I want to bring up, let's bring up a, a defensive player really quick. Von Miller, uh, yeah. linebacker of the Broncos. Everybody knows Von Miller. He's been great, yeah. but he's getting old. You know, I think that this is potentially the type of player that that uh, the Panthers try to go out and get. Now, I don't I, think that we can see a Cam Newton straight up for Von Miller trade necessarily. No, I don't think they're they're not equals. No, so but, to say, but I think if I'm the Panthers, you know, of course the Broncos they desperately need a quarterback. Cam Newton could be great there. You know, Von Miller uh, going up there and and being a very solid linebacker yeah. core between Keekley and Von Miller. I, I personally like this trade a lot. Yeah, I think. Cam Newton could definitely benefit the Broncos. That that would be interesting as they're rolling with Flacco right now. But, I mean, Flacco hasn't been one of... I mean, he's kind of the joke yeah, quarterback-wise. He's terrible. The, so that would... I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's definitely a, uh, a distinct possibility. And also Chris Harris, cornerback for the Broncos. Um, probably a Hall of Fame cornerback. You know, you got two aging Hall of Fame players who are still playing at a very high level. I think you need to trade those guys and get what you can. I think you trade Chris Harris, get a bunch of draft picks for him. I think you trade Von Miller, and maybe you get Cam Newton in a draft pick or two. And yeah. uh, and, and so I, I would be very interested to see definitely what the Broncos continue to do. We saw them, of course, already trade away Emmanuel Sanders, so we know that they're willing to trade these older guys, yes. and it's just about what they can get back for them. Exactly. Uh, moving on, going back to the offensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with Kenny and Drake. From the Dolphins. I mean, he's still, he's kind of like their last young star left on this team. And, you know, we've all seen the memes about him being like, where'd everybody go? What, what you doing? <laughs> but I think he could end up getting traded too. Dolphins have pretty much fully committed to this total overhaul. So. For sure. I, I definitely think Kenyon Drake gets traded and. I think Kenyon Drake is so much more talented of a running back than we've ever seen. Adam Gase is the worst coach when it comes to, <laughs> I mean, anything, but running backs especially. Um, and, and he just, he didn't like Kenyon Drake. Uh, Kenyon Drake's just been put in terrible situations. I think you watch the guy run and you're like, this guy's really, really talented. Yeah. He, he needs got nothing around him. Hashtag free Kenyon Drake. Get him somewhere good that can use him. You know, maybe he goes to the Texans. Maybe he goes to one of those teams that could really use a solid, uh, Solid running back, and um, I, I, I'm interested. I might try to buy into Kenyon Drake a little bit if, if he does end up getting traded. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think he could be a guy to keep your eyes on. Wait to see what happens. We've only got a week left, so yep. if it happens, it'll happen fast. All right, so we've got two guys on here. Uh, the first one being offensive tackle Trent Williams of the Redskins. The second one being Patrick Peterson of the Cardinals, and uh, let's say it on three. Ready? One, two, three. No. no. <laughs> Neither one of these guys is getting no. traded. Um, personally, I think that uh, the Redskins should trade Trent Williams, but they've said time and time and time and time again that they're not going to do that. Um, they're they're trying to work this thing out with him. Personally, I think you best to just cut your losses, see what you can get for him, but I understand he's one of the better, best offensive tackles in the game, even if he is getting a little bit older. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, Patrick Peterson, we saw the impact that he had if you watched the Cardinals games. I mean, yes, they played against a rookie quarterback in Daniel Jones, but they put up eight sacks. Yeah, they call it the P2 effect, and we definitely saw it. He just, 
he's one of the face of this faces of this franchise, and and there's been a little bit of turmoil with him over the last two seasons, but there's no way he goes anywhere. Steve Keim, GM of the Cardinals, has come out multiple times and said that it's not going to happen. So I would not expect either one of these guys to be traded. No. Um, but let's talk about the final guy on our list, and this is maybe one of the most interesting ones. Uh, one of the mo- probably the most talented player right now on this list from that we've seen in past years. And that's O.J. Howard, tight end of the Bucks, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been terrible this season. <laughs> he hasn't gotten the targets, let's let's say that. But even when he has, he's been dropping them a lot. But the, the O.J. Howard that we have seen in years past is one of the most talented players in football. If he gets traded somewhere, I think that we could see his, um, his stock massively increase. Uh, what do you think about that? I think it's definitely interesting. I wouldn't count O.J. Howard out. Uh, Bruce Arians, he he didn't not use his tight ends, but they weren't necessarily there all the time. More than we're seeing with now Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury, but still not quite that full in on the tight end piece. Uh, I know, I don't think it'll happen, but potentially the Patriots, they're still kind of looking for that tight end piece. I know they've been sticking with their young guys right now, seeing as they did not keep Ben Watson on the roster. But I think that's potentially something that could happen, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think that, like we said, O.J. Howard, one of the best tight ends in the game, um, you know, that we've seen in years past. And, and if he can go elsewhere, I think it would be a real beneficiary to him. So, um, but yeah, that'll do it for all of the trade talks that we're going to talk about uh, for now. But that'll do it for um, you know our, our, our trade talks in the NFL. I definitely want to keep up to date uh, with what's been going on throughout. You know, of course, the NFL. We want to talk yeah. about that as well as as well as fantasy to try to make it as interesting as possible. Um, I do not think that we are going to have another trade on today's episode, third trade in a row. Um, but you know, there's been there's been some stuff working yeah. uh, throughout, so um, we will talk about that if anything goes down next week. But with all that being said, thank you again for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Let us know what you think about all of these these trade options. Let us know if you want to be on the podcast next week and. Uh, Unless there's anything else you have to say, I think we're good to go. Yeah, no, that sounds like it. Alrighty. Well, have a fun week eight and keep enjoying your fantasy football.